baby. Two and oh, baby. The Clippers wanted this. They wanted the Mavs. Just remember that. Asked for it. And you know what you asked for? Locked on Mavs right now. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked on Mavericks Podcast. Taking it out of Lucas' hands, Hardaway for three, got it! Wow, and that's you. Did you say he's a free agent this offseason? Welcome, you're locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. The 2-0 onus, the one more thinking, what you got for me, Isaac Harris? Oh my gosh. This is it's so funny. It's, it's One, it's just hilarious because it's the Clippers, because it's Pat Beverly and Marcus Morris and these guys. You know, we were very confident. I was very confident that they would win game one. And we hyped it about the whole week. It's like, mm-hmm. they're taking game one. They got it. Effort, mm-hmm. energy. They'll take it. I wasn't as confident in game two. I thought Clippers would respond. They would match it. And they're like, hey, we're going to go to Dallas, tie it up, you know, 1-1. Thought the league would have a little hand in that. Um, Scott Foster tried in the first half. Hey, he tried. Uh, Kawhi Leonard's offhand tried. And... uh it still, it still wasn't enough. <laughs> I mean, on today's show, if you're here for any other reason, if you're like, man, I really hope they get into like, will they re-sign Tim Hardaway Jr. in the offseason? Mm. No. We're breaking down Dallas Mavericks 127 to 121 victory. That win over the LA Clippers in LA in front of at least Cardboard. two at least two Clippers fans, like IRL Clippers fans. <laughs> At least. Are we sure? Are we sure? Because two <laughs> well, of those seats were taken up by Jessica and Dirk. I was watching and I saw at least two participate in a game uh, in which mm. one kid didn't know what a floppy disk was. <laughs> the other guy didn't know what flossing was, the dance. Uh, so that was interesting. But yeah, I, this game, Luca, we, we have to start with Luca. It's the thing. Like, we can't go anywhere else besides Luca. Here's the stat I want to talk about. Luca in two games, game one and two combined, has scored five points in the fourth quarter. That's wild. Five. That's and the Mavericks are two and zero. Oh. What does that tell you? <laughs> tells me they're taking care of business uh, in the first three quarters, or at least you know doing a lot of damage there. And I. You know, going into the series, one of the things that we were talking about that we needed to find out is we needed to know how the duo of KP and Luka together would play in these clutch moments in the fourth quarter. That going back to last year in that series against the Clippers, they only played four fourth quarter minutes together because of the injuries and ejection by KP and all of that. And now they're playing some fourth quarter minutes together and they have two wins. They passed that threshold in game one. (laughs) the the amount of minutes in the fourth quarter uh yeah the Mavericks did they took care of business in the first half and they just (laughs) there's so much stuff to get into this episode is brought to you by locker room download the app and join us 
any day of the week. It could be any day. Follow me at Nick Van Exit. Uh, locker room, changing the way we talk sports. Uh, this team, this is a grown-up. This is, like, cover your kids' ears again. This is Ooh. a grown-ass Mavs team all of a sudden. Like, how far away does that loss to the Thunder feel? Right? Like, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Or that loss to the Rockets or any of those losses. The losses to the Jazz even. The, the Suns loss when Maxi first came back. Like, any of those losses feel so far away. This team has grown so much in this stretch. And they've pushed it all together. And they've just become a team where Skin mentioned it at the end of the broadcast if you're able to watch on, on Bally Sports. Which, by the way, a bunch of people in Dallas were not able to watch on Bally Sports. And that's Ooh. ridiculous and infuriating. And I can't believe that there's so many people that just can't watch the game because it's blacked out. I thought it was out. NBA TV, too. NBA TV had a blackout in, in Dallas, too. But either way, I know a lot of Mavs fans couldn't watch. And I hated that for you guys. You can't watch a playoff game. That doesn't make any sense. It's either here nor there. We can't affect change there. Stupid. Anyway, but Skin mentioned it. Dorian Finney-Smith at the end there in the fourth quarter when the Clippers started finally started trapping Luca, and Dorian ran to the nail, the free throw line, and he got the ball. He broke the trap. That's where you're supposed to go. He he broke the trap. Luca passed it to him, and then he kicks it to Tim Hardaway Jr. wide open three, and he hits it. That was a huge clutch shot by Tim Hardaway Jr. But the pass and the decision and the spot to go, Dorian to know to be there and all that was a huge growth moment. For Dorian and for this team, like Dorian outside of that didn't have the best game. He's one of six from, from the field, missed three threes. He had a couple of assists and a couple of big boards, but uh, other and played some decent defense, even though Kawhi and Paul George kind of had their way in this game. But uh, other than that, like he, that was a great decision. And so it's things like that. It's things like, dude, Josh, like we're going to jump all over this game, but Josh Richardson, Josh Richardson, man, doesn't do like anything the whole game. I'm so was, proud of this guy. I, was making, I, I am so happy for him because, I, I mean, the whole situation with him, this whole weird season and just over this past like month, and we've seen him seem, I mean, and it's like rightfully so, like him seemed defeated a little bit at times that, man, yeah. I lost my, my starting spot. He even spoke about it after a game or was out of practice when I say, man, I've been in the gym more than ever before because I don't like losing my spot. And it's like that competitive side of him is coming out. And even though they're winning some games, he's like, man, I, I want my spot too. And for him to come off the bench and play these 18 minutes, I thought he played really good defense. I thought he hit it. He hit one three in this game. He had another one that was right after the uh, 24 second, you know, shot clock. I thought he played great defense. And most of all, it's like, man, he once again, hit some clutch free throws. I just love how this guy is playing off the bench and I can't praise him enough. The Mavericks with six minutes and 55 seconds left in the game. were nine of 20 for the free throw line. Josh Richardson come, comes in and hits four of four, and they finish the game 13 of 24, and, and that's one of the reasons why they won the game. He scored all nine of his points in the fourth quarter, which I thought was huge. Uh, just absolutely wild. But it all it all goes back and stems back to Luka Doncic, the way that he played. 39 points in this game, seven boards, seven assists, had seven turnovers, but was able to overcome all that. Solid defense, right? Like they weren't able to just – the Clippers team is not able to just take advantage of Luka on defense. Yeah. The way that he is against some of their other guys. And it's not their stars, right? It's it's their Reggie Jackson and Patrick Beverly. Like, Luco walked Patrick Beverly to the rim. Oh. Two or three times in this game, as if Patrick Beverly wasn't even standing there. He just needs to, he needs to take it from Russ and do the rock the baby. Because 
Don't take there's anything nothing. from Russ. Just do your do you, Luca. Don't change anything. Just the rock, the baby. That's you're that's perfect the, only thing the way I want you, you are, bud. <laughs> like, don't change, man. You're perfect the way God made you. I know. Uh, but the fact that Luca is targeting Pat Beverly, like he's been on the all defensive team, targeting him. Not just all defense, but like all smack talk too. Because if we did it, well, you know, we, a, we know that starting, doesn't mean anything. And it's like this dude talks so much smack for being as small as he is trying to guard Luca and for Luca to not just like target him, but then like embarrass him and then like torch him and then go down the court and let him know that he torched him. And it's like so evident that it's so embarrassing for everyone to watch. Like that has to be embarrassing for Pat Beverly. And honestly, I don't care because I think it's the funniest thing in the world. Like, bro, you talk so much crap. And especially this Clippers team of, I go back to that Maxi play, man. Mm-hmm. In that first game that Maxi gets dunked on, we all know that. And the fact that Paul George and Marcus Morris and those guys just stood there after Kawhi, like Kawhi yelling is one thing, but Marcus Morris and Paul George standing there yelling too. Come on. Like, oh, you mean like this? get out of here. And I, I just, I absolutely love it. And it's like, y'all, I mean, yeah, they're such a fake tough guy team. <laughs> and we're about to see it, right? We're about to see this team and what they're made of be- again, because down 2-0, going back to Dallas, massive. We'll get into that, what it means for the Mavericks. There's so many more things to break down from this game. How Luka was able to score. He hit a shot. That I just could not believe again. I could not believe that he hit this shot. We'll get into that. We'll talk about it. But before we do, let's talk about Locker Room. Locker Room is changing the way we talk sports. Episode is brought to you by Locker Room. It's his first social audio platform made for sports fans, made for you guys. Free to download the app. Once you're in, you can talk with us. We're on there weekly. All the Locked On NBA shows, all the Locked On MLB shows, uh, Locked On NHL shows, I believe, too, are all on there. Uh, our friend Kirk Henderson is on there every post game with SB Nation doing stuff. There's all kinds of MFFL groups. Go join them. Talk on there. It's the perfect place to start or join a conversation about the league. You'll find fans that are just like you on Locker Room. I've enjoyed talking to fans, getting to go back and forth, getting to do some debate kind of stuff. It's pretty fun. Go download the free Locker Room app right now. Join a group, the NBA, the MFFL, whatever group you want to join. Follow me. I'm at Nick Van Exit. You will be notified anytime that we go live with the Lockdown Mavs Room. And then we will talk Mavs, and you can come up and talk to us or hang out in the chat. See you there. Locker room, changing the way we talk sports. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into the rest of this game. So, Luka Doncic hits this shot in third. I know exactly the shot you're talking about. Third quarter, just just over 30 seconds left, and he goes for the two-for-one, and immediately I thought of mm. you because you hate this two-for-one thing. M- Melly had one at the end of the first that took a few seconds off my life. Uh, but Luka, going to his left... Rises up one off one foot, like like fl- fl- flying left in the air, and hits this one legged like flying left three. Like what is that? Like what? who who decides in their right mind to to take that shot? In Charles Barkley said it was a horse shot, which is completely right. Like that's I a shot you do in horse. I don't I don't get it. I don't understand. Like what's the equivalent of that in like your whoever you like is listening right now like what is the equivalent in your at your job uh, of that shot like tweet <laughs> at me something i, I want to know because that is like so absurd and the confidence to take it i just i don't understand it it was just 
I just didn't know what to say when he when he. I thought it was at the end of the shot clock, and I just like misread the clock. If Lillard hit that shot, would Paul George say it was a bad shot? <laughs> if Steph Curry took that shot, would would LeBron say it was a bad shot? <laughs> if LeBron took that shot, did he only see one rim or fourteen <laughs> rims? <laughs> just thank the good man above that. Luca hit that shot. Yeah, so he hits that. They didn't hit the second one on the two for one, right? So they only got the one out of it. But hey, <laughs> yes. it was worth it. Um, all right, let's start. So, man, so many things to get into. Are you this. starting from the beginning now? I don't know where to start from, We're man. Like, like 13 minutes into this one. Like, hey, let's go back to the. Okay, the second the second quarter felt like a playground. Like It felt like I was watching a Rucker Park documentary and it was Kawhi versus Luca, and Luca was hitting just some dumb crap that was just like what? Now <laughs> he was he was kind of going back and forth of like insane shot, very dumb turnover, insane shot, very dumb turnover again. It's like you almost just have to live with it because I found myself I'm like, Dan, don't throw that, don't throw that ball, Luca. But I'm like, oh, what am I supposed to say? You just hit two crazy shots right before that too. He was just in that. When Luca is playing like that, and he's just he's so peppy, he's bouncing around, he's having fun. You're like, this is the one of the biggest stages of your NBA career that you've played on. And he's just out there just I'm just having fun, guys. Like, let me just have fun hitting some huge shots. And I just it's just I it's wild. The pressure rolls off his shoulders, man. Like he just doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't take any of it. By the way, Mavericks are now twenty nine and zero when leading after the first quarter. That's insane. This season, it continues. Continues hey, all the hey, way to the finals, I guess. Right? Like, does it ever stop? Him and Tyloo have something in common. Neither one of them have pressure. Tyloo, after the game, said he's still not concerned. Mavericks have to win four games. Uh, no pressure. No, no, that is false. They have to win two games, and the Clippers have to win four <laughs> at this point because those games have already happened. Okay. Um, End of the first quarter, Kawhi has 18 points. Mm-hmm. The Clippers have shot 11 free throws to hit 10 of them, and the Mavericks had shot zero. I was, the Mavericks, you, know what, you know what I was saying. It's Scott Foster special. Oh, 1,000%. Like, let's go. They phoned it in. Like, we got to get these L.A. teams meeting in the conference finals. This is what they meeting want. Somewhere. They're going to meet somewhere. What if the Clippers don't meet them two years in a row? That'd be wild. Uh, uh they're Mavericks, not going to this year. But. Mavericks took their first free throw with five minutes and 40 seconds left in the second quarter. KP That's took absurd. him after he got fouled under the basket. And he, by the way, he missed the first one too. The Mavericks did not shoot well from the free throw line at all in this game. It was taking years off everyone's life. It, yes, it was. Um, okay. So many different things. Look, can we just talk Kawhi real quick? We can talk anything. I'm, I'm open. So <laughs> one of the last few pods we did before this series started, we said we did like two kind of, uh, back and forth segments of like why the Mavericks would win this series, why the Clippers would win this series. And one of the things we said for why the Clippers would win this series is Kawhi steps up and says, I'm going to show everyone I'm a top three player again, because he, he kind of, he was in that top three player group there for the, you know, what a couple of years, handful of years there. And it feels Kawhi, like you said Kawhi was the best player in the game at one point. I know. Yeah. Uh, for me. Yeah. But I'm saying for the majority of people, I would say, I'd say majority of people would have him at least top five. A lot of people top three. He had a couple of years there. To, and for me, he was the best overall player. And, but I feel like he slipped a little bit. And I'm like, if the Clippers are going to win this series, what? You don't I, think never, I never thought he was the best player. In the game. Oh, yeah, yeah. You never did. Because 
LeBron. And he is not now. <laughs> no, no, he's not. But that was one of the things of like, man, if the Clippers win the series, I feel like he has to go up to that level. And I watched it in that first quarter and I'm like, oh, dang you, Kawhi. <laughs> and I'm like, because it felt like he got whatever he wanted. And he did. And the whole talk going into this game, Ty Lue leaned into that. Tim McMahon's question, you know, a day or so ago was about Kawhi Gard and Luca. He joked back, said, I think you're going to get what, you know, what you want in this game too. I'm like, and then we start game two. Nothing changed. Like nothing. What? Pat Beverly started like the same starting unit, the same like matchups kind of. And I, I mean, I think Kawhi guarded him a, a, you know, a little bit more throughout the game. Same as it was in first in the game one. You, you weren't on this pod, but I went back the other day and I went through all of game one again and watched it all. And Kawhi guarded him the same amount of time in this game as he did in game one. But guys, breaking news. It doesn't matter if Kawhi guards. <laughs> right. It right. doesn't. That was my point all. the other day. <laughs> so, but anyway, that for the first like quarter or second quarter, it felt like like Kawhi. It's almost like he had to. It felt like he he felt well, like he had to because he scored thirty points at half. He scored. He had thirty points at halftime, and they were only up by two. Yeah, right, like that. That shouldn't happen, right? That's absolutely insane. That he has what to carry Luke that Kennard team. Have Hold on. he had to carry that team so much to in order to get that. And he, I mean, it was an incredible first half. Like just precision, like ten yeah. of fourteen from the field, three of four from three, seven of eight from the free throw line. But he was a plus zero. In the minutes that he played in the first half, he got uh, to his spots too. I mean, he pushes off every single time with his left arm, yes. and it kills me. Always. But you know, a lot of the stars do. LeBron's did it for what two decades. Kawhi yep. does it a lot. Like a lot of players, Luca do does that, it so. too. Yeah, Luca does it. James Harden does it. Yep. It it does feel like Kawhi does it. Michael Jordan never did it though. Never, not once. He never pushed off, especially <laughs> against Utah in the finals. But, never, <laughs> never but, did it. It does feel like Kawhi does a little bit more. This, I mean, could just be me being biased going against him. Well, it's just Kawhi is stronger. Like Kawhi is just such a strong dude. He has long arms. He has huge hands. Right, like sort of stands out a little bit more. And I had a couple of listeners tweet me during the game and said, "Man, once you guys mentioned that Kawhi always extends that left arm, you just can't unsee it anymore." And so it's one of those things where once you start seeing it, you'll never not see it anymore. Yeah, and you know, like. They can't put well. They can. They should try to put Kawhi on him, uh, on Luca a little bit more. But I was just, I was so unimpressed by Ty Lue. I know <laughs> we were kind of flaming him before this. Uh, we hit record on this. But if I was a Clippers fan, if honestly, if they exist, that I mean, they have. I guess there's at least two, fans. and they they're on this network. So, but it's like I would just be roasting Ty Lue this whole time because. He is just getting like circled by Rick Carlisle. And I was expecting all of these changes going into game two. And they played Serge Ibaka less. It's like, all right. I mean, they changed up a few things, but like for the most part, it's it was a lot of the same stuff. I'm like, what what are you you just banking on that like these guys are not gonna hit, or are you just banking on, hey, let's just give Lucas crap again? And then I just I don't know what's going on with Tyloo. The big change was 15 minutes of Terrence Mann. Hey, at least he tries. In a way, he's it the almost Josh felt Green, like a, right? He's like the he, Josh he's Green. The Josh I almost tweeted. I almost tweeted out. It's like he stood out <laughs> because he he gave effort that the other team didn't like. The other players didn't give. <laughs> he gave a crap. Is what I like him. I, I actually yeah, do no, like Clipper, him. Clippers fans love him too. He's like a fan favorite type guy that fans always ask for. Uh, coming up. 
We're going to talk about more about this game. Got to get into Porzingis. Not the stuff before the game, but we'll actually talk about the game that he played and all that. We'll talk about the before the game stuff to, on tomorrow's podcast. So we'll get into all that. Talk about how the Mavericks pulled this out. We'll get to the fourth quarter. We'll break it all down, play by play. Get into that coming up. But before we do, oh baby, out. Built Bar. BuiltBar.com. Get your Built Bars there. They're absolutely delicious. I got a bar coming on Friday. A whole box. I'm ready Dang. for it. I'm feeling good. Feeling good That's about it. Bar. Built Bar. They're a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They're absolutely delicious. They're pretty good for you as well. Go check them out. Here's BuiltBar.com. Protein bar. Uh, I got mint brownie coming. That's the that's the okay. OG like best flavor. 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, four grams of sugar. The other ones I like are the cherry barcia and the raspberry. Those are also coming in my box. You can buy that's all kinds of different box. You can mix and match your own flavors. You can get an 18 bar mix box that has all the different flavors if you just want to try it. Uh, and you can also get a travel cooler. Look at that. That looks pretty nice. Just Let's a couple go. built bars in there. Uh, they have all kinds of different other products too, so go check it out. Built Bar, use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order with Built Bar at BuiltBar.com. Also, I want to tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is the site to put down some money on sports. If you go there right now, let's see what they have for the Dallas Mavericks in the series. They took it down. <laughs> they took down Maps Clips. <laughs> they did. They took it down. It's not up anymore. Hope you made some money, uh, boys. Hope you made some money while you could on that. Uh, do they have the game up? No, they don't even have the games up for, for Mavs Clubs. They may have it up tomorrow, but while while we're recording this right now, they do not have it up. Um, use the promo code LOCKDOWN and get 50% welcome bonus to the first deposit. Hawks right now favored by minus 255. You have the Bucks favored by 1,000, minus 1,000 for them. Blazers, minus 174 favorite. That one's pretty interesting. Nuggets just came back and won one of those games. Uh, the Sixers, a minus 1,800 favorite. You feeling good, you feeling good about wow. that one? <laughs> I think we're feeling good about that one. So go check it out, uh, betonline.ag. You can bet on all kinds of stuff. It doesn't just have to be basketball. It can be anything. Go to BetOnline and use the promo code LOCKEDON. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into more about this game. Uh, let's do Chris Osborzingis now. Finish the game. 20 points, four boards, three steals and two blocks. Mm. I thought he was, I thought he looked more engaged defensively. Now he was, I don't think he was great defensively in the first quarter. Paul George drove at him three straight times and scored all three times. And he didn't even like alter his shot once. That but one he fell I thought down Port- too. I, I've kind of felt that. And then the, then the other time he fell down, that was a different time even. Um, so, but three steals, three blocks, I st- or three steals and two blocks. I still thought that he was a little bit better. And then in the fourth quarter, again, he had the same sort of play where he cut from the corner and got another dunk. Almost the same exact time yeah. uh, of game. Once the Clippers decide to go small, it's kind of Porzingis' time. Like, that's the time where he can take advantage because he can stretch it out to three, and he hit three threes in this game, which were huge. The one that bounced off the Don Nelson bounce, oh, like, completely yeah. super high in the air and went in, was absolutely wild, but... When the Clippers go small, and they kind of have to because Zubats get played, gets played off the floor. Apparently, Ty Lue doesn't want to play Serge Ibaka. And so when they go super small, Porzingis with the pick and roll, and he can take advantage of a couple of those you know post-up plays. And he did. He got one against, I think it was Rondo. He hit a jumper over. And, uh, yeah, I thought he was I thought he was better in this game. He's still not rebounding in a way that you would want him to. Uh, the Mavericks didn't get a ton of rebounds in this game anyway. There were not really a ton available. That's, both teams had like a 130 offensive rating yeah. <laughs> in this game. But... Uh, what did you think about Porzingis' game? Yeah, I thought he played better. Um, he had a, a defensive play. I know the you know play we were referencing where he fell down, so everyone may want to make a big deal about that. 
but he had a, another play in which he got switched off on, on Paul George late in the fourth and he kind and he held his ground and Paul George took a you know three, he contested it well and uh, he missed the three. And I, I thought that was really good. I got scared for him in that moment, but yeah, you always he at least, do, yeah. you know, held his ground in that. So, but that's the thing about this Clippers team though, is that they settle for jumpers like yeah. that, right? They like, did attack a really little bit a jump more shooting tonight, team. though. Like they did. Kawhi did for sure. And that's why they were going to the free throw line. Early. Yeah. And because, you know, they were 18 of 20 from the free throw line. One of the things we pointed out heading into the series that they were a very, very good, you know, free throw percentage team. They're, they're 28th in the league in attempts because it's yeah. like they shoot, they shoot a lot of threes and they shoot a lot of threes very, very well. They shot at 39% you know, tonight. They were the best three point shooting team in the league, historic team, all that stuff. But they got to the line tonight and they made their free throws. They were doing it early with Kawhi, but Paul George, I mean, going back to Porzingis, I thought he played better. I thought he played a little bit better offensively. You know, he was uh, mm -hmm. handing out points instead of handing out uh, ones uh, tonight. So that that was good. And, you know, for him, <laughs> I think it's it's really it's it's crazy to think about it this way. I know we joked about it the other day. But it's crazy to think that I could mean anything. You no, know, well, it's crazy to think that Tim Hardaway has kind of surpassed him as like the second guy, even though like Rick Carlisle made a very clear point after the game. He's like, Luke and KP are two best players. They did great defensively together. And that's like the duo. But Tim Hardaway is like the one that's kind of like taken that up that I'm like less worried about Tim scoring and stepping up than I am KP. Six of eight from three in this game, Tim Hardaway Jr. Yes. 28 points, five assists in this game, too. Four of eight from three. And afterwards, he said, you know, MFFLs, damn it, I got to hit my free throws. That was that was what he said on Valley Sports. I thought that was hilarious. Um, but, yeah, you said at the beginning of the broad, at the beginning of this pod that, you know, oh, we, were, we were wondering what the two stars are going to do. Uh, maybe the two stars are Luca and Tim yeah. Hardaway Jr. I mean, right now it sort of feels like it. They're at least the two offensive engines. And Tim Hardaway Jr. hit that clutch three. And he carried the Mavericks through a couple of those stretches. He's playing the best uh, basketball of his life right now. He is so sure. aggressive. He he tacks the basket. He's picking the right moments. You know, so many of the things when he first came over, and even his time in New York was his decision-making, just bad shots. Yeah. How many times in Dallas early on, we're like, man, it's just a stupid shot. Like, Why are you taking what? that? I'll <laughs> say this again. We thought he might be out of the rotation at the beginning of last yeah. season. And to see just that's how bad it just was. to see him mold into this to where it doesn't feel like he takes bad shots very much. It doesn't feel like he makes no. bad decisions. Well, if he's making them all, then I'm yeah, not but bad. like there's still not, not a ton that you're you're looking at saying, man, that's just a yeah. stupid shot for him. It's like he just seems like he's in such a groove. His passion, his energy is so infectious to this team. And I just love his driving. Like he drives so well and he takes Paul George off the dribble. I'm like, are you winning the Paul George battle? Is this like a Paul George, Tim Hardaway Jr. Battle? Or is this a KP Paul I mean, George he, thing? He, he equaled him in, in scoring and only had one less assist than him in this game. So, I mean, he got close if he, if he, if he didn't, I mean, he at least matched him. And then the difference, the difference was Porzingis, I think though, because Luca and, and, and Kawhi, they're, they're scoring evened out, even though Luca had more assists uh, and created more points. Tim Hardaway Jr. and Paul George's scoring equaled out, and Porzingis scored twenty, and 
Reggie Jackson scored 15, and then the rest of the Clippers didn't really do much. Terrence Mann had nine. Morris had nine. He fouled out. Um, Terrence Mann had eight. And then, uh, yeah, it's just, that's, that was kind of the difference is the third guy to step and, up, whoever is that third guy, especially when they're not going to play a ton of defense like they did in this game. And we have went this whole time, and we haven't even given a shout-out to the guy who took over the first quarter. And I couldn't be happier. Oh, yeah, I couldn't I be happier for freaking Maxi after the whole game one thing and getting dunked on, everybody sharing the highlight and all that stuff. But for Maxi to go out there tonight and to score, I think he had 12 in the first quarter. 12 points. And one of them was like a pull-up shot, like mid, mid-range off the dribble. Hit a couple threes, had the dunk. I just, I was so happy for him, so proud of him. He scored 12 points in the first quarter, 13 points in the game. <laughs> right? like, that's another thing about this team. I said they're getting to a point where, yes, Luka's going to get his. And then Por- with Porzingis, there's kind of like, all right, where are my shots coming? Tim Hardaway Jr., we heard that comment on J.J. Reddick's podcast. All right, when's my time? When are my shots going to come? Everyone else is totally cool with, all right, when are, whenever my shots are coming, whenever it's my time, I'm going to go for it. And it seems like Luka is cool with, all right, Maxie, you're going to score 13 points in the first quarter? That's fine with me. I'll score nine, and we'll win the first quarter. That's super crucial for us, and we'll we'll win it, and it won't matter to me. I'll get mine eventually. He, he does not care. He just wants whoever is going to score and whoever has the best chance to uh to score and i just think that that is really healthy for this team going into really really big probably the biggest game three and four because they could sweep they could go up three one they could you know they could get tied two two and then all of a sudden they have this huge massive game five like anything could happen i i want to be clear we're we're super excited about this game if this series is not oh not at all but we're like but we're excited i mean this is something that no, nobody thought that they were going to go in there outside of, you know, Dallas. And I mean, even us, I mean, I'm, I've been saying Mavs in six forever. It feels like, but I, I didn't think yeah. they were going to walk out of LA, you know, up two Oh, I just, I didn't think that I thought they, I wanted them to split that. Uh, but for them to walk out of LA winning the first two games against Kawhi and them, like that, that's huge. And yeah, I, I mean, you can't, yeah, that's massive, man. I'm hyped. You know what else is massive? Teams going up 2-0 have advanced a ton. Yeah. <laughs> have advanced a ton. Uh, teams that go down 0-2, so the Clippers right now, only advanced 27 times in 426 opportunities wow. in the playoffs. 6.3% of the time, the team that goes down 0-2, you know, follows through and, and wins and, and beats a team. So, uh, and one of those times will stick out to Mavs fans for sure. But I just want to say Friday is going to be wild. American Airlines Center. Just we didn't get to see the Luca game winner in person last year. That was in the bubble. You know, we haven't seen Luca in the playoffs in person. And for him to come home to Dallas up 2-0 against this Clippers team with Rondo and all those guys. Never played in front of Mavs fans in a playoff game yeah. before. And they Didn't just, last year, they hasn't just this year. increased the capacity for the arena. There should be. <laughs> to like, what, 28,000? Like way above capacity. There's like standing room only now. <laughs> we could get. Hey, Cubans just keep, are you ready? Cuban keeps pushing this number and pushing this number as many fans as he can we get. We need a there. sound bite for this. Because Friday, it's going to be a sellout. The sellout streak is back, baby. 
But honestly, man, I, I haven't been this hyped uh, to go to a game in a very long time. And to just, yeah, cover this. We'll be uh, we'll be back in action, doing everything on Friday night, locked on Mavs that night. And Are you done? Are we done? What? Are we done? Are we done with this podcast? Have we already ended? No. Is it done? You were like winding down. I'm like, are we done? Yeah, it's 32 minutes. You always get mad at me about time. Yeah, they just went up 2-0 against the Clippers. You I was talking about Reggie like... Jackson's glasses. <laughs> he is doing the most of those glasses. He is. We still have not had a Brunson, like a crazy Brunson game. Or we had a Dorian Finney-Smith game, I guess. But st- we still haven't had like an elite Porzingis game yet. Like, there's Those are still still coming. Also, I want to give a shout-out to Willie Colley-Stein. I thought he had a solid like couple minutes there. Yeah. Dwight Powell? Dwight Powell's not, plan- Dwight not Powell? planned as much as I thought he would. Yeah, yeah go not. read my well, piece Will- on Dwight Powell. I haven't got to talk about it. Willie has kind of taken that spot. He played 15 minutes. He was 3 of 3. He finished a lob that he would not have finished in the regular season. I don't know what it is about this about He's Willie's playoff hands, but hands. yeah, they have completely changed. He had six boards in this in this game too. Anyway, all right. We'll, we'll finish. I won't give Isaac any more crap. I just, want- I just drove 13 hours in a car with my toddlers and then finished watching <laughs> this game and to do this pod. Exhausted. I'm hyped. But man, this is a super exciting series and Ty Lue is trending. Playoff P is trending right now. Go enjoy it on Twitter. Guys, we will be back with more. Two days off between games. We have the game coming up on Friday, so we will have pods for you. Until then, we'll do a post game on Friday. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Matt. Hey, tomorrow night, I want to have a, a, a Luca conversation about something. And I think fans will enjoy it. Peace out. Oh. Something's going to change after the call. Defense changes. Luca, he got it. To the rack. He thought he got fouled too. He's yelling and one. That's a good attack. Dallas.